Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for a gunpowder milkshake, old, and having a heroes versus villains bracket challenge. Right, JV, another week, some more trailers. We got um, Gunpowder Milkshake. What do you think about it, sir? Very intense action movie, from what it looks like. Uh, assume it is a, that's a mother and daughter. I'm not sure if they are assassins, or are they just protecting themselves? I'm not really sure. What do you think? All around badass chicks, man. You got Lena Headey from Game of Thrones, Karen Gillian from Doctor Who, and from... Uh, why does it escape me right now? Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Yes. And uh looks like she's an assassin, but also trying to protect this child or something. I don't know. Wild. Yeah, not a bunch of story in this one. Uh, just a bunch of shooting. But is there like a secret society of women assassin or women killers or something? Maybe uh, trailer two might might bring us a little more on that one <laughs> when we get when we get closer to it, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's usually how it goes. Good deal. Good deal. You gonna let the guest host talk I mean, a little bit? You're here. I, Welcome. <laughs> make it happen. <laughs> hey, first off, it's not a female firefight movie. The cast features one of the greatest villains you have, Carla. Forget her name from Entourage. Yeah. <laughs> she was the best super agent in the cast. She's in her probably fifties oh, by yeah. now, and Karen Gillian. Just gonna put it out there. Unless she's mechanicalized, I don't know if she can pull off an action movie. I don't know. She's good as Nebula. Love her. But never seen her in a different role. So this is a new stretch for her. But I love the movie. It's an excellent cast. They should definitely get A-plus for the casting. Maybe she's got some bionic arms or something. (laughs) Firing that gun off pretty hard. I mean, you dodge bullets in a movie. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good deal. Good deal. Well, I'll get... Shoot eighteen times. Yeah, hit oh, yeah. You gotta move quick. <laughs> so I guess. Well, I guess. I guess we're all in agreement that we have to wait until the next trailer or when it actually finally drops. To yeah, there's one scene on that's like a. It shows like a bar or a counter or something, and it's literally just bullet holes. Like <laughs> so many bullets in that. I, I agree. There's no ex- exploration <laughs> in the trailer. It leaves you wanting to know what is this all about. It's like the first John Wick. It it could come out and you could be open to this new society yeah. of female assassins and blow Sounds your mind. Like badass. Or you could Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So let's go ahead and move over to our next trailer here. Um from the great mind of M. Night Shyamalan comes old. 
We'll start with Mark this time. What'd you What'd you think, man? It's It's M Night Shyamalan. Mm. I'm in my 40s. I remember yeah. Six Sense, so every movie feels like Six Sense. <laughs> but I'll probably see yeah. it and pay the money and wait for the <laughs> twist at the end. But I mean, I think I already figured it out. I'm not going to give it away in the trailer. But if you want to look at the mom, she never ages. The kids do, Ooh, but yeah. you can figure it out on your own. So who knows? If you can get it from that one Super Bowl trailer, then great. But they can have my 1350 and I'll walk away going, oh, I can't tell my friends. It is like you said, it is a M. Night Shyamalan. So there's going to be a, a crazy twist in it. He has a style of writing and a style of directing, yeah. but we still see all of his movies because there's right. going to be some wild twist at the end. Yep. And we we wait and we pay to see this twist. I didn't catch the mom not aging. But we'll see, man. I, it's, I'm, I'm in the theater for it. They show her in the brief clip at the beginning when the kid mm-hmm. runs up. And then he says, Mom, and she's older, but she's still the same. That's true. I don't know. If I figured it out, I'm a 30-second <laughs> So as you all already heard, we have our first official guest. Uh, <laughs> he's clapping himself up, ladies and gentlemen, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, go ahead and introduce yourself, Mark. My name is Mark, for all those out there in the ether. Uh, let's see. I'm a 80s movie buff. I was born in the 80s, but I'm old enough to remember the 90s vividly. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that I've grown up in a time of analog and digital. So this podcast is an amazing experience because it's reliving my childhood memories and being able to put actual stamps on movies now where I can watch them with my kids. Yeah. I think I was telling you the other day, Clyde, I watched all the Marvel movies. Yeah. My you did say that. Started to. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And uh, I will tell you this, I didn't watch them in order. So <laughs> she's going to have some bad memories. <laughs> and I look to my elders for advice and, you know, I see parents watching their kids starting off at episode one going, what are you doing? <laughs> but I mean, it is what it is, but I'm excited to be with you and Javi. I'm excited to uh, talk about what you guys got going on and just uh, appreciate the invite because what you guys are doing is special. Thank you for letting me be a part of it and uh, messing up your show. Awesome, man. We appreciate that. Well, I, I, I tend to mess it up every week, so I don't think I don't think you'll end up doing that. But um, let me ask you a few quick questions and then we'll jump into uh, this week's episode. So what is your favorite movie? Rad. R-A-D. Oh, yeah. The best movie of all time crew jones hell track i can lay down the entire entire audio track with it right now i can't do the courtroom scenes because if you've seen rad they're boring and as a kid you fast forward through the yep. boring stuff you just want to get to hollywood mike miranda and all Hogan eat your heart out of the back i mean that's the two special moments i feel like that movie set me up for life so much because they put so much effort on that special person yeah. And I think, you know, if I could find, you know, the, the sliding that they do, I won't say it, but the sliding that they do and you got to find somebody special. That was big to me. <laughs> it, it was it was a great movie and it was it was transformative. And obviously, I don't ride bikes for a living, so I didn't have that much on my athletic ability, but it's a fantastic awesome. movie. I highly recommend everybody check it out. Awesome. Thank you for that there. And who is your favorite actor? So I like Tom Hanks and that's. Solid. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I like white bread too. Like it's not, and it's, I, you know, it goes with everything, right. right? I mean, if I'm trying to get healthier, I'll pop in like, you know, the Wilson movie or whatever it is where he gets all That's skinny right. and I feel good about myself. Like, wow, if I really need to star myself and cast away, I can do it. Right. Or if I'm feeling down, I turn on big and I get this sense of joy. He's just, to me, he's been, I grew yeah. up with him. So yeah. I like him mm-hmm. and he's, he's relatable. He's every guy's yeah, guest. One right. of the best, man. One of the best. So this probably falls in line with, with these, uh, with your last two answers. What is your favorite decade for movies? Oh, late eighties, early nineties. All right. All right. It's a solid time when you had directors that were big. It was, it was as the nineties were going up and you had total request live and they're hyping the movies and you had soundtracks with movies and I was getting jiggy with it. I mean, you felt fantastic when movies come out because 
everything just kind of got elevated and elevated because you didn't have the internet. So you had TRLs, you had different pieces of the marketing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, of yeah. pop culture. Like you wanted to go to the movie theater, see the movie poster of Independence Day. You're like, oh, they're the Empire State Building. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even think it was Empire State Building. I think it was like Grace. I don't know. The, it was, was the White House. But you're like, <laughs> yeah, that one too, right? But you got it. No, I, I video oh, yeah. one. It used to be in here in Ohio. I put my name in for a drawing. I won it. I got the, the cardboard cutout that went in the oh. movie. I had it in my house when I was in the 90s. And I mean, all I wanted to be like was anytime I saw somebody when I first got my license at 16 is pull up to the light and be like, Peace. <laughs> like he does at the end of that movie, you know, goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Alien. Good deal. Good deal there. Like, that's all I wanted awesome, to do. Awesome. Yeah. I got, I got one more question here for you, sir. You go to the theater, right? What is your favorite movie theater snack? I'm a sour patch Twizzlers kind of person. I can't do can't do anything that's going to make me chug down a Coke yeah. real quick. So I got to be Twizzlers, Sour Patch. I find if you eat Sour Patches incredibly fast before the trailer start, it kind of gives you this head rush of euphoria <laughs> sugar, and you're ready to go. <laughs> Tried it on my kids. Yeah. So well. I, bet, I bet your lovely wife loved that, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. no. But now you were, I mean, kids, I don't know if you, I mean, yeah, you kids, you bring them to the movies now, and like they bring their blankets with them. Like, it's almost like packing a picnic for your kids when you go to a movie. It's crazy. Different story entirely. Right. It's a different, that's a different podcast. Yeah. Seats lay down. You got a playpen. Whatever. All right, guys. So we decided to do a different type of pod for our 25th episode. And we want to thank all the listeners for all the downloads and subscriptions. Oh, yeah. We wanted to discuss some great movie heroes and villains and pit them in a challenge against each other. We want to crown the greatest movie character. Greatest of all time? Greatest of the decade? Greatest? What's the format here? What are we looking at? We got 32 characters, 16 heroes and 16 villains. Went ahead and created a bracket that'll be posted on all of our socials if you want to follow along. And we're not talking about them pitting them in a fight. We just want to know who is the best villain to move forward in the bracket and the best villain to move forward in the bracket and then the championship round is going to be the best hero the best villain and they're going to be crowned as the best movie character so we are picking the simone biles all around that's right that's movies. right this is a big responsibility <laughs> i was thinking that same thing when i was going through these through this bracket myself <laughs> We can handle yeah. it. We can handle it. <laughs> JV and Mark will pick who they think is the better hero or villain, and they will work their way through the bracket. We'll start with the lightning round for the round of 32 and 16. You both should be able to provide your answer quickly. After that, we will go into detail about the character, their strengths, their flaws, and then you both will make a decision about who moves on. So what we're going to do in the round of eight, we're going to go get a little deeper into their characters. Sounds good, guys? Yes, sir. Let's All rock. Right. Flip the coin, and looks like we're doing villains first. Oh, okay. First up, for the villains, we got Hans Gruber versus Anton Shigra. Die Hard and No Country for Old Men. I went with uh, Anton. Oh, wow. Confliction right off the bat. I went with Hans. <laughs> All right. Hans. I know Clyde went with Hans, so oh, that's the winner. 100% went with Hans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Moving forward here, who is the better villain? Hannibal Lecter or Coach Kilmer? We got Silence of the Lambs or Varsity Blues. I went with Hannibal on this one. Uh, I went with Hannibal. <laughs> it's a 16-1 yeah. right there. Good deal. Good deal there. All right. Moving forward, we got Biff and Catherine Trammell. Biff is from uh, Back to the Future. Catherine Trammell is Basic Instinct. I went with Catherine on this one. Biff. You went with Biff. <laughs> All right. I can see why. But- <laughs> tiebreaker okay so i am the tiebreaker because we don't have anybody else here just the three of us Catherine moves forward guys oh did you not get myself <laughs> oh. all right we got uh hans landa from inglorious bastards and the xenomorph from the alien franchise you go first on this one mark i'm interested in seeing what oh, yours is. i'm gonna go xenomorph i've actually put hans down for that one good gosh <laughs> good gosh <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I th- this one went with the xenomorph. Definitely the better 
Well, I mean, depends on how you look at it. <laughs> Moving forward, we got Darth Vader from the Star Wars franchise and the Wicked Witch from whatever that movie is. Why the hell do I not know the name of that movie? The Wizard of Oz. The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I feel like you put the two number one seeds together because that is like scarce little children. But it's fine. On a bracket side, I'm going to go with Darth Vader. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Darth. Yeah. All right. Vader moves <laughs> forward. Perfect. Good deal. All right. We got Scar from The Lion King. We got Norman Bates from Psycho. I went with Scar on this one. All right. Well, I had to check my man card in, so I went with Scar too as well, because he is scary cat. <laughs> he was ruthless. <laughs> I mean, the man killed his own brother, so. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> exactly. Disney did <laughs> Not in 92. All right. <laughs> Nope. Moving forward, we got uh, Jaws from the movie Jaws and Michael <laughs> Myers from Halloween. He got on this one, Mark. Mikey Myers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Jaws is more director. Myers moves forward. Perfect. All right. And then the last here for the villains in the first round, we got Agent Smith from the Matrix trilogy or the T-1000 from Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Go ahead, Avi. I went with Agent Smith on this one. T-1000. Oh, I got to do the tiebreaker, guys. I'm going to go with the T-1000, okay? T-1000 all day here. Good deal. All right, so let's go ahead and move over to our heroes column. So we got Optimus Prime from the Transformers franchise, and we got David Dunn from Unbreakable Movie. Javi? I went with Optimus. I went with Optimus. All right, yeah. Optimus all day long. Perfect. All right, next up, we got Clarice Starling from Silence of the Lambs or Derek Zoolander from Zoolander. Zoolander. Yeah, Zoolander. Gotta go with Zoolander, dude. <laughs> All right, next up, I love this matchup here. We got Johnny Utah from Point Break. We got Scott Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I uh, went with Scott Pilgrim on this one. Well, you went wrong because <laughs> Johnny Utah gave you two. <laughs> he was the best. Oh, Scott, Scotty fought for the for that. the love. <laughs> As <laughs> video games in this movie, come on! This guy jumped out of an airplane and spawned a sequel. And twenty years later, sorry, As Scott Scott fought that. a vegan though. Yeah, this time, <laughs> <laughs> this time uh, I'm gonna have to go with Scott Pilgrim on this one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, That's moving fantastic. moving right along here, guys. We got Ellen Ripley. From the Alien franchise or Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars franchise? Obi-Wan. Yeah. Obi-Wan over... Actually, if that was tied, I would have went Ellen, guys. I hear you, though. All right. Sir Alex Guinness. <laughs> what else do you want me to say? All right. We got uh, Terry Hoyce from The Other Guys, or we got Maya Harris from Zero Dark Thirty. By the way, this was a messed up matchup, Clyde. <laughs> characters <laughs> i went with uh terry on this one okay i went with maya harris yeah. thought she just it was a portrayal of real life and that's a real life action character like i said it was a weird a weird duo oh yeah <laughs> i mean who puts the wicked witch in yeah. darth vader in round one like but it's fine it's cool. uh maya harris moves forward guys yeah Ooh. all right Next up, we got Benjamin Gates from National Treasure or Marge Gunderson from Fargo. <laughs> I went with uh, Marge on this one. It was the renaissance of Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Sorry. With Benjamin. It's great. Uh, yeah. Uh, ben, ben Gates moves forward here, guys. Ben Gates moves forward here. He's just the better hero. Obviously, if you're keeping track, that's guest host. <laughs> oh, so I, see it. I see it right now. It out at the end of this. Fine. All right. Cool. All right, guys. Uh, next, we got James Bond versus Indiana Jones. <laughs> this is a good matchup right here. <laughs> this is the this is the heroes wicked witch versus Darth Vader right here. Two wow. no, two number one wow. seeds, bro. Go ahead, Javi. You you pick first. Uh, I had uh, Indiana Jones on this one. <sighs> Duke was on top for a while, and then Kentucky came along. So I'm sorry, but. There's only one Bond. Ah, man. Okay. This is tough for me because I love both of these franchises. These are two of my favorite heroes, and they're iconic. This took me forever to think about. I actually reached out to somebody for the answer, 
You you called a, a lifeline for that one? I, I had, <laughs> I, 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 had <laughs> I mean, it was my wife, but uh, she basically like closed her eyes and picked one. Oh. Indiana Jones moves forward, guys. She wasn't thinking of the one guy that plays him now with the shirt <laughs> off. She would have picked him. I don't. I Daniel Craig, yeah. The bourbon strand. That's it. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Last for the first round of the heroes, we have Aaron Brockovich from the movie Aaron Brockovich or Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games trilogy. Katniss. That's who I picked too. All right. Katniss is moving forward. Good deal. All right, guys. So finish up the first round on both sides. Now we're in the round of 16. We're going to move forward. And once again, let's go ahead and get through these so we can definitely get to the round of eight. Let's go with Optimus versus Zoolander. That's going to have to be Optimus. Yeah, I'm going to... Optimus All Bride. Right. Optimus Bride. Sorry, so we got uh, Scott Pilgrim from Scott Pilgrim versus the World or Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars trilogy. It was Obi. I'm still bitter about... Yeah, Obi. Thank you. <laughs> That's redemption for knocking out Johnny Utah. <laughs> All right. Obi-Wan is moving forward here. All right. Next up, we got Maya Harris from Zero Dark Thirty or Benjamin Gates from National Treasure. I still like Benjamin Gates. I think he... Save the world a couple times. I did Maya for this one. Oh wow! You got a point. She kind of killed Terrence. Yeah, she she took took the man down. Yeah, yeah. This was uh, Maya Harris for me, guys. Next up, we have Indiana Jones from the Indiana Jones trilogy saga. All those damn movies. You know, he's making another one. And Katniss Everdeen from the Hunger Games. This feels quick from the round of eight, but sixteen. <laughs> one of the two. It's the bourbon. Um, I would go. Oof. Ah. That's a tough one. Bobby, you're not going to like me on this, but I'm going to go Katniss. Yeah, I wrote Indiana. This is actually a good matchup right here. Still strong, though. Can't beat Harrison Ford, man. It's still Indiana Jones. Go over here back to the villains. We have Hans Gruber from Die Hard and Hannibal Lecter from Silence of the Lambs. I will have to go with Hans on this one. Oh, welcome to my side. <laughs> He's definitely going Hans. I'm going All right. Hans. All right. Next up, we have uh, Catherine Trammell from Basic Instinct and the Xenomorph from the Alien franchise. Yeah, this matchup, I have to go with the Xeno on this one. Wait, wow. Yeah, that, yep, Xenomorph again. All right. All like right. It. Moving forward here. I like it. Bobby, I think we know which way this is shaping out. I'm the villain. So I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Then we got uh, Darth Vader from the Star Wars trilogy, Saga, all that good stuff, and Scar from The Lion King. By the way, I liked how you prefaced that where they're from on these two. Just these two alone, because I didn't know where Darth Vader was from. <laughs> uh, Javi, go ahead. I'm pull for Darth on this one. I'm going to go Darth. All right. Vader moves forward. All right. Last one for the round of 16 here. We got Michael Myers versus the T-1000. I think I'm going to go as far as a villain. I'm going to go with Michael Myers again. I'm going to be on the same page there. That one's All right. Michael Myers it is. (laughs) Took a long time to think about that, though. That was another tough one. All right. So we have, in the round of eight, we have Optimus Prime versus Obi-Wan Kenobi. Maya Harris versus Indy. We got Hans Gruber versus the Xenomorph. Wow. (laughs) And then we got Vader versus Michael Myers. So, Hav, you know, we talked about MacGuffins during our Be Cool pod. And then I went back and thought about all the famous MacGuffins in movie history. There's actually been a bunch throughout the history of cinema. So we have R2-D2, you know, that droid who has that important message that they have to get to the rebels. And then there's that arc from Raiders of the Lost Ark that the Nazis are after. And then there's that damn videotape and Enemy of the State that none of our listeners want to listen to, right? Yeah. Literally one of my favorite pods that we've done. I love the movie and nobody wanted to listen to it. Guys, is that my blender? <laughs> Go listen to it, okay? It's fantastic. So we have Back to the Future, which is fantastic flick, right? Yes, sir. There's a hot button topic for a bunch of moviegoers and movie buffs, but what is the MacGuffin of that movie? Is it that DeLorean time machine? 
or was it that picture that he had with his family fading away? Now, before you answer, Javi, about what your take is, there's absolutely no wrong answers here. People see it from both sides. Right. And I see it as the picture. Okay. The DeLorean, to me, is more of a character in the movie. But the family fading in the picture is what keeps him doing what he's trying to do to get it all right. Yeah. Agreed, man. And we want to know what our listeners' favorite MacGuffins are and why. Yeah, so connect with us through our socials. It helps us grow our pods so we continue to provide great content. You all know our social pages by now. Movie in a Pod on Facebook and at Movie in a Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And don't forget to like, share, and comment on all our content. Talk to you all soon. Alright, for the round of eight, we're going to start out with our heroes. First up, we have Optimus Prime from the Transformers movies and Obi-Wan Kenobi from the Star Wars movies. Talk to me, guys. Bobby, what are you thinking? I would have to move uh, Optimus Prime over on this one. That'd be my choice. Uh, I mean, the man's about humanity. The man's about saving the world, saving his own people. He's a good dude. He spawned generations of cartoon heroes. Mm-hmm. He talks in a deep voice. It makes everybody <laughs> feel like they're not a man until you can talk like Optimus Prime. But I think he ran his time out in Cybertron, to be honest with you. I mean, he's not galaxies away. They fight bots that transform. You know, it's like big. It's a, it's a building, and it transforms into a robot. Right. Well, I don't want to play with a building. I mean, I can play with a semi-truck. That's cool. And I had Transformers growing up. I'm not saying he's not a great hero. He saves the day. He sacrifices his own oh, life yeah. in a few movies. And they, it's Michael Bay, so they shoot up everything and they bring him back to life. <laughs> um, but, I mean, when you think about, like, iconic characters, who you were like, I move my hands. Yeah. And you part the seas. And they just made me move as a child. Maybe it's the director, but I like Obi-Wan. Like, in... And you think about like what Ewan McGregor has done to the role and what he's going to do now for the new series. I don't know. I, I heard it's coming out. Maybe it's not. But that, to me, feels like era that I would swoon over. All right. All right. So we got one and one. So once again, I have to do the tiebreaker. Oh, yeah. Guys, I love both these characters. Uh, they're both great heroes in my eyes. But I am going to go on the strength of... Ewan McGregor's early performance as Obi-Wan was just iconic, heroic, and just all-around badass. I mean, to the end where he, in Revenge of the Sith, he was like, yo, Anakin, you don't want to do this, bro. I got the high ground. Let's just, <laughs> let's just call it a day. And then, like, still yelled at him from, like, a fatherly point of view, right? You were the chosen one. Like, it's, that's iconic to me. I feel like it was the only part of that Three movie trilogy that something was unscripted. Great exactly. Acting. It didn't feel CGI green, green screen. Hugh McGregor did not phone home that. He just nailed that performance. You know, Alex Guinness. Hey, I'm giving my life in Luke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I mean, Autobots. Oh, no. No. Sorry, Javi. But I. Obi-Wan moves forward. So then we have uh, Maya Harris from Zero Dark Thirty. She's kind of our, our uh, dark horse, our Cinderella story, if you think about it. And then we got Indy, Indiana Jones. Talk to me, guys. How do you not like Indy? He's so iconic, right? Um, but when you think about the true definition of a hero, right, and they're antagonist, and they're, they're, they're putting their character forward, I don't feel like you had as much of knowing who Indy is. I think... Last Crusade, you kind of fouled out more with him, but it was more of Sean Connery and his confliction with yeah. his dad. Zero Dark Thirty, you got this whole backstory of what drives her forward. Yeah. And Jessica Chastain is Jessica Chastain. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she just drove it home to a point where everybody watching was like, okay, yeah. all right. And then it was a true story. So you got to root for, you know, the, the, the true story aspect of it. So, Mark, your know. choice is... Maya. All right. Talk to me, JV. Uh, mine was the same. All right. The Dark Horse Cinderella story. Talk to us. Indy just is awesome. But when you really want to think of the definition of that hero, 
you know, he wasn't necessarily a hero in the same path as Maya was. I agree with you. Yeah, 100%. He was a hero in a whole different path, which wasn't as strong as her. Yeah, you knew you were walking into it, right? You're like, (laughs) oh, yep. It's like every uh, Liam, or Liam, whatever the take guy is. You know you're walking into him. (laughs) Yeah, Liam Neeson. You know you're walking into him going, So, you know, I was actually reluctant to put her on here. And the fact that she is now against Indy and, you know, Maya, she's moving forward. Raiders of the Lost Ark. What's the funniest thing about that movie? You take Indiana Jones out of that movie, that movie still happens. So, <laughs> so true. Yeah. So true. They, they, yeah. They still Man. end up with the Ark. They still open the Ark and they still kill themselves, right? Like... <laughs> So, yeah, definitely Maya. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, let's move over here to our uh, villains. We got Hans Gruber from Die Hard and the Xenomorph from the Alien franchise. Hmm. I mean, the Xenomorph has definitely sold more T-shirts than hockey. <laughs> <let's be honest. sighs> I don't. I mean, I don't know. Avi, this is kind of one of the ones I want you to break the ice in here. Well, no pun intended. I'm not going to come through his shirt just out. <laughs> Well, as far as the Xenomorph, it's not necessarily a villain like Hans. Once again, we're we're up against two different types of people. Right. Or two different types of species, really. So you got one that just kills and eats and does what it does because that's what it does. And then you got Hans, which is a thinker. He's planning. He just cold-blooded kills people, even though that's not the way you're supposed to, you know live your life i think as far as the villain for this one i'm gonna go with hans i would agree with you not many people are willing to kill you know 100 people just to get away for some money but thank god for limo when i think back to the the uh <laughs> best you know 80s 90s villains you know hans gruber came came through and then there was like a string of movies after that that tried to replicate his type of villain. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad you guys uh, definitely agreed on Hans Gruber moving forward. That's a good pick. We've got a good one here. <laughs> we got Darth Vader from mm-hmm. Star Wars, and we got Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. Talk to me, guys. You want to take this one, Mark? Yeah, sure. I will. Uh, I'll bat strong. <laughs> this goes to my two older brothers, but I have to go Michael Myers because I literally couldn't go around anybody at Halloween for. 25 years. I, <laughs> see, I'm confusing horror and villain, but they're interchangeable given my childhood trauma. So, <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, villain, Darth Vader is definitely a, an iconic yeah. villain. I mean, he's sold, yeah, he's, he's up there. But in terms of ruthless, just ruthless, and the guy can speed walk faster than anybody <laughs> I know. Michael Myers is definitely to me it. I mean, he doesn't die until Jamie Lee Curtis does. So I don't know which one's going to be sooner. Horrible joke. I did not mean that. But what I meant to say was that he's a true villain. He you don't have bash backstory. He's different than all the other villains, right? He doesn't have a lot of backstory. They fleshed it out the other movie. Yeah, but. You know, you kind of heard of his tale, and he had to go against Freddy. He had to go against Jason, and he came out on top for the sheer fact that he's spooky. Yeah. He's scary. Yeah, he's, Bobby, you're scaring me just talking about it, but go ahead. Sorry. He is definitely evil. He is he is right. evil. And Darth is, he's evil as well, but Michael Myers, like you said, is just that ruthless killer. He don't, he doesn't care. He's not trying to rule the world. He's not trying to do nothing. He just wants to kill this family. That's all, that's all he cares about. Nothing else. So I'm going to go with Michael Myers on that one as well. All right. Michael Myers is moving forward. Guys, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I've watched all the early Friday the 13th movies, all the Splatterhouse, all the other horror flicks growing up because my neighbors loved all of that. So we were we watched it as well. But Halloween, I just couldn't, I just couldn't sit through, man. There was something about this character, this guy just scared the pants off me, man. I couldn't, I honestly couldn't do it until my mid twenties. That, that's just cause he's some, he's a guy. Yeah. He's not like, he's not Freddie. He's not, he's not a Jason. He's just, he's just a guy that is out killing people. Messed up. He shows up and scares <laughs> yeah. you 
and then you're out. Exactly. It reminds me, honestly, if you would have put Candyman in here, I would have voted Candyman because I didn't want to look at a mirror and say Candyman five times. After I saw it, I was like, you know, I went home with a girl. I was 13, 14. She's like, it's the Candyman in the mirror. I'm like, okay, you do it yeah. first. You do it. I'm just going to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I asked my mom for a ride home and some quarters for the payphone because I'm out of here. <laughs> My mom asked, what happened? I don't know. She said, candy, man. Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> Michael Myers is the same way. You put that mask on, you show up in a suit and just stand outside of somebody's yes. window. Mm-mm. Guarantee you. Mm-mm. I don't know. Nowadays, stand my ground. You make mm-hmm. <laughs> Just don't do that. <laughs> All right, guys. We are back for our final four. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi. Versus Maya Harris and Hans Gruber versus Michael Myers. Let's start out with our villains over here. We got Hans Gruber from the Die Hard movie. We got Michael Myers from the Halloween franchise. Talk to me, guys. When you get to the final four, it's seconds. Not, I mean, it's not minutes. It's not hours. This feels like I'm so tense right now. I can't <laughs> even talk, Clyde. I mean, it, it's moving me to the point of, like, my mind internally is going back and forth. Wow. Duke, Kentucky. I don't know. UNC. Every now and then. Um, Ouch. I don't Yeah, sorry. Well, I know. That's a little bit of background there. I think you have to go with a villain that, that has been a, a transformative ideology in people's minds. And I think that's Michael Myers. If you put it in front of a three-year-old today, not that you put it in front of a three-year-old, three-year-old's a bad example. <laughs> a six-year-old, that's even still yeah. bad. I didn't read the school bus for a year. How about, how about a 34-year-old, six-foot-four yeah. man? Yeah, like. <laughs> I mean, if it's scaring you, I, but I, I, I say all that because my heart, my, my heart, my soul goes to Michael Myers. But in terms of true villainy of guys that was just ruthless, who cared about his crew, who cared about the people that were around him, but believed in what he was right. I mean, the Thanos before Thanos, right? I mean, Thanos had you questioning, was it okay if I kill an entire species because half the other people live and it might be a better society? You thought about it after he was done. Hans made you think. Well, if I got to do this to get the job done, I'm going to do what I need to do for my guys. And to me, that's that's a villain right there. He's going to do anything he wanted to get necessary. I mean, Michael Myers, top notch, but I got to go Hans here. I don't know, Javi, if you want to pull Christian Leitner <laughs> here, I feel like you can because I don't have a very strong argument. <laughs> well, your points are all very valid. Michael Myers being just a ruthless killer. He doesn't think about nothing. He's not worried about his crew, he's not worried about making the wrong or right decision to get his job done. He's just killing. Hans has to think, Hans has to plan, and he executes his plan with his crew. So he really has to want to be evil. You know, he has to plan to be evil. Michael Myers is just a terrible person in general. So <laughs> I'll go with Hans on this one as well. Oof. Yep. I, I, hey, look, Clyde, I mean, you know, you tell me, but what do you think? Wait, so let me get this straight. JV, you're going Hans. Did you go Hans or did you go Michael Myers, Mark? I went Hans. Yeah. I, sw- I switched last minute. It's like a problem. All right, all right. So we, we will say Hans is moving forward. That is interesting. That is very interesting. This is a good matchup. I like where your guys' head is at as far as, like, ultimate villainy. So good. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you just got to start thinking – a little different between each character. I mean, they're they're different characters. The way they do things is different. Genre, yeah. yeah. Everything about a genre. I mean, now they've all spawned multiple movies. Yeah. Um, but I mean, you know, I mean, I I literally wanted to go out of L.A. when I went to L.A. I was like, "Where's Nakatomi Plus?" <laughs> and they're like, uh, "Tower Records building." It, the the problem with Hans is is he's not. Tra- this is my only flaw against him. He's not transitional against the youth today. Because they'll never experience a movie where there was a character that was that thought out, that was such a big part of the exposition. Now, maybe Thanos. I said that earlier. When you think about the launch point of Bruce Willis's career in Die Hard and how much that launched him, I mean, it launched the fact that villains became part of the backstory, yeah. too. And this is 
this is why he was there. And this, you know, there was, there was exploitation and it just made you feel like kind of want to root for him. Not really. The cool thing with Hans Gruber is like villains became cool at that point. Right. Right. Good deal. Good deal. All right, guys, we're going to move over here to our final four bracket for heroes. We got Obi-Wan Kenobi from the star Wars and we got Maya Harris from zero dark 30. I am interested in this one, guys. Let's talk. Yeah, this one uh is super weird. I think for me, I'm gonna have to go with Obi Wan on this one. Talk to me. Why? Well, he's a Jedi. Their you know, their their protection, their the thing they do is vast. It's not just, you know, a mission, you know, you know, looking at it as what was you know, what the movie was about that Maya was in. She had a mission, she was doing what she needed to do, and Obi as a Jedi he is vast in his objectives and, and what he's needing to do and protecting people and uh, just more of a a net of purpose, I guess. Okay. That's what I would say for Obi-Wan. I like it. I, like it. I think yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, I think Obi has qualities that you look for in when you were believing in the myth of Star Wars. Balak Guinness never transitioned that role into, into what it was. You know, that movie would have been a, another Flash Gordon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he they elevated the role, yeah. right? I mean, that, that movie was shot on a shoestring budget, and it did tremendous things. And when you look at where he's come from a hero standpoint in the character's arc, right, even to the prequels, mm-hmm. you felt like, and we talked about it on the earlier rounds, you felt like he was really emotional, and that's what drove it home. But the salvation of a hero is rooted to me in what they've accomplished. And when I think who was the hero in a new hope, mm-hmm. right? It was Luke Skywalker, yeah. right? He's never had to me. He's never had a hero moment. He's a hero, but he's never had that hero moment where Maya in my mind, right? She, she had a personal tragedy. She found out their, their friend was killed by a suicide bomber. She continues mm-hmm pushing forward. I know it's based on real life events, so I don't want to get too deep because I know nothing about the, you know, any of that. Uh, but I think that through that movie, they showed that perseverance, mm-hmm. right? Being your own person, being comfortable in yourself, pushing back against an establishment and continuing to believe that you're right and continuing to push on is the definition of a hero. It's what we want us all aspire to be. We want to be the best versions of ourselves. And I feel like in that role at the end, you know, it, it felt like, you know what? I did all that. I accomplished something yeah. on to the next one. And that to me was like an everyday hero. And that's why she's, I don't know. You're going to have to tie break this one. Cause I think we're <laughs> sorry. Uh, damn it. Gentlemen. All right. I hope well, you're thinking I, Oh, I've, <laughs> why they pay my, you big bucks? <laughs> my, well, we'll put it like this. Um, my pick is already in. Okay. Oh, my pick wow. is already in. And this is surprising. I went Maya Harris. All right. She is in the championship round. She's the, she is literally our 16th seed moving forward here, guys. One, once again, I, it was just a transformative character that Jessica Chastain definitely put together. And through all that struggle, you know, just brought it on screen. And you just felt everything that she felt, you felt while you were watching her go through this. And then just that, little bit of reprieve once Chris Pratt does do the job and uh, kills bin Laden. She's like, yep. All right. I'll be at work tomorrow at 9 a.m. You know what I mean? So um, <laughs> def- definitely her, man. Zero Dark Thirty is one of my favorite movies. Fantastic. Catherine Bigelow, definitely check it out. But yes, we got Maya Harris moving forward. Rising. All right. Yeah, it is very interesting how this played out. This is very interesting. So- <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So we have uh, Maya Harris versus Hans Gruber in the championship. Guys, this is not for the best movie hero. This is not for the best movie villain. This is for the best movie character. Now, before we dive in. There's a million movie characters out there, a million iconic movie characters, which we'll definitely dive in and future these if you guys like this. Uh, but right now we have Maya Harris from Zero Dark Thirty against Hans Gruber from Die Hard. Guys, 
Let's go to work. Talk to me. What's interesting about this is we have two live action people here. We didn't end up with uh, a xenomorph. We didn't end up with somebody who has superpowers or anything like that. That's very interesting how that played out. Yeah. I, I think that's a representation of like, when you think about a villain, you got to base it in like, who's a bad person, yeah. right? And then when you think about a hero, it's like, who do you aspire yeah. to be? Yeah. What do you want, right? We've, we, we've got Jessica Chastain, Maya, as a as an everyday workhorse yeah. of this is what I did. And then you got Hans Gruber on the opposite side where he's just an everyday just going to take you for everything you got, $620 million or whatever it was, and, and and we're going to the bank, right? Yeah. I mean, he's he's a bad dude. Yeah. I don't know. This is tough. Yeah. I, I feel like I feel like it's Loyola versus Duke, though. I mean, if you look on the online polls, I'm sure they say Hans Gruber is one of the greatest villains of all time, and Maya pops up on there maybe. Only you know? <laughs> in our bracket. Yeah. My reputation's different. Yeah, huh? right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, Sister Jean is praying right now. She's like, come on. Like, it's fine. It's like Loyola. Like, it's got it, you know? I mean, I, no, it's it's good because I think when you think character-wise, you're always going to remember, like, that mentality, the movies that shape you. Clyde, you said that that was one of the your favorite movies. I mean, you remember that movie no. because of that performance, and that is what makes it special. To me, though, when I think of, like, Hans Gruber, and I think of the the villain that he played in like I mean let let alone the the actor like Alan Rickman's been in I mean multiple movies I mean he dang near wrote the book on how to be a, a villain in Harry yeah, Potter yeah. right I mean like <laughs> kind of rip off casting is that like hey J K Rowling's like come on just grab on Stewart from the eighties <laughs> the parrots will remember him you know every dad saw like Harry Potter was like that's die hard right you know i i just i feel like that was it but to me his his greatest character traits were the fact that they gave him like grounded roots and the writers gave him like a backstory and then even the fact of you know when he's going out right i mean he's he's still inspiring the fact of like when simon his brother comes back die hard with a vengeance yep yep die hard with a vengeance <laughs> dude had a brother okay yeah. well i could see it was like because to me, when I found out he needed a brother, I was wondering, like, what's his family like? <laughs> like, this guy probably had some pro. Like, I want an exploration of, like, the Grubers <laughs> coming in 2022. Like, I don't know. To me, like, I don't know. But so if I had to say character, you're winding me down, and it's, it's just, just hey. so I, I like the villain here, but I like the character more of Hans because it, it represented a, a changing point of how to be bad in a way that wasn't like, I can kick you the strongest, I can hit you the hardest, right? But it's, I have the best team, I have the best people around yeah. me, and I know how to win because I'm smart. And you know what? You just luckily had some duct tape and one bullet left, so <laughs> whatever. <laughs> you got lucky. Right? It really did. And, you know, I, oh, oh, the watch breaks. Come on. Like, you know, oh. Mark, you're going with Hans Gruber, is that correct? Yeah, packed and sealed. Draft right. official. JV, talk to me, man. Uh, I also circled uh, Hans on my chart here. All right. Yeah, I agree with everything Mark said about him. And as far as Maya, it's not a big grand thing yet for her because it's obviously it's a true story. It's not a it's not a story like Die Hard. Yeah. So you're able to make a grand plan and grand reputation and all that for Hans. Yeah. I mean, he's just, as far as a character, I think it's two different characters, obviously, but we've been dealing with that this whole, this whole time. But yeah, as far as his reputation and what he did in the movies, I, I went with Hans. Good deal. Good deal. All right. We have crowned a winner. We got Hans Gruber. Mark is clapping himself again, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I guess he doesn't know that we do that in post, but I'm joking. <laughs> I, the first podcast. Thank you for officially <laughs> exposing me to the world because this Good is deal. amazing. Good Y'all deal. Awesome, guys. So we have Hans Gruber as our winner of our Heroes versus Villains bracket challenge. Uh, Mark, go ahead and give me your final thoughts on the champion and on this whole uh, bracket challenge, sir. Well, I think it's unique, and I think uh, you did a wonderful job of putting this together. And uh, the brackets, rightfully so. Villains versus Heroes, we could go all day, yeah. but you got to wear it down. Uh, Javi has some very good points, uh, but as a guest host, I feel like, you know, I came in strong. I did my job and now I'm out. 
Yeah, you definitely did awesome, man. Really appreciate it. I appreciate the time of both of you guys. I think what you do, Movies in a Pot, I think it gives it a perspective for which all of us who tune in and can be a part of the show just get to realize that everybody has those feelings when you go to the movie and the lights go dark that you get to escape to a world. And you guys put it in every weekend and week out. And I certainly appreciate listening. Appreciate all the people listening, too. And uh, just thank you guys for doing what you do. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe I'll show up in your window like Michael Myers <laughs> one day and tell you hi. Well, it also goes to show, you know, with our choices through this bracket, everybody kind of has their own opinion on the characters and how they take a movie in yeah. as well. You know, which side do you see? Who do you uh, agree with more, connect with more as you go from movie to movie? Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, talking through our Heroes versus Villains Bracket Challenge. A special thank you to Mark Williams for hanging out with us during this episode. This ends Season 1 of Movie in a Pod, guys. We'll be back in a few short weeks to provide some more episodes and some exciting new content. I am Clyde Smith, and you can find me on Twitter as I am Clyde D. Smith. I'm Javier Villalobos, and you can find me on Twitter at MrJ8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.